pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Good evening and welcome to One Life Left, Britain's favourite video game radio show. I'm Steve Curran. I'm Simon Byron. I'm Anne Scantlebree. You almost forgot your name there, Anne. Yeah, I did. Are you right? Quite a hasty changeover, yeah, that, wasn't it, was. it? With the bike show back. Welcome back to the bike show. Chapeau. Yeah, chapeau. Chapeau. <laughs> he, was, he was full of swagger, wasn't he, because of our new cycling champion. It was well done to Mark Cavendish. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jack was trying to make out it was something to do with him on the bike show. Uh, also, I know he was three seconds late in the handover. Mm. Did you, did you spot that? Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's okay. We don't hold grudges here on One Life Left. I'm in charge of the grudges. <laughs> <laughs> Simon is in charge of the grudges. Uh, I am in charge of the desk, and that means I know what's going on on the show today. What is that, Steve? Loads and loads and loads of stuff. We have features. Three. Those are two-minute segments presented by guests to One Life Left. We have music. Three. Yes. That's brilliant, brilliant chiptune tracks taken from 8bitcollective.org. And we have reviews and news and all kinds of other stuff. We also have a guest. We have a guest. Oh, We've remembered this week what? to do a proper introduction. Um, yeah, look who it is. It's Lee Curtin. He's marketing director of Namco Bandai. Hello, Lee. Hello, Hello Lee. How are you doing? Yeah, very well, thank you. How are you? Very well, thank you. Thanks very for well. coming in. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So, uh, Namco, uh, is, uh, Namco and Bandai merged, and I know. Yep. Yeah. You, you probably, uh, I probably did news done about news it. news about them, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking to Lee about all sorts, including that you've... It's going to be quite a busy period for you, isn't it, over the coming month or yeah, so? Yeah, it's busy. Some excellent games. Busy year, definitely. Mm. I don't want to spoil our, our, our reviews, but yeah, we're looking forward to them. So we'll be chatting to Lee later. Good. First up, it's the news. On Monday, the 26th of September, I'm Anne Scansbury, and this is the news. One of the professors, be- professors behind the game transfer phenomenon report has criticised the way it was reported in the media. Professor Mark Griffiths explained that nowhere in the paper do we say that people can't tell the difference between reality and fantasy. Clarifying the report's findings with Eurogamer, he said, What we're talking about here are these kind of carryover effects, and people may have a nanosecond or half a second where they think it's almost like they're in the game, but it's almost like a conditioned response. Please don't stop the music. But it's almost like a conditioned response, and people know very, very quickly that they are in the real world. It also discusses GTP experiences with dreams and jokes, with this quote from Adrian, 21. I did hide in a box like Solid Snake does to scare a friend of mine. Very good work, Adrian. Adrian, 21. Now I see why that was a longer news story. You couldn't work out what to cut, could you? No, and I was was like, look, I know it will be perfect time if I just cut Adrian. No, Adrian makes the story. Yes. Don't take Adrian out of the box. No, no, don't take him out of the box. Simon, do you ever drift from reality to fantasy and back again? (sighs) Frequently, yeah. Wake up. Yeah. Blood everywhere. 
You know how it is. Screaming. Yes. Uh, you know, at the, at the media that once again has misreported video games, <laughs> sadly. Uh, what did Dr. Mark Griffiths expect would happen? Um, he expected that his um, his report wouldn't be taken out of context <laughs> and used against did a story oh, where Mark. a man killed another man. Mark Griffiths. But he's, he's, he's well known in the video game industry, isn't he? He's, he's, he's a supporter of video games, isn't he? He said in, in that interview, I am not anti-games. Right. Isn't he a doctor? Yeah. Is it okay for us to call him Mark, then? No, we just call him MG. MG. MDMG. MGMD. I see. That sounds... Microsoft has reinstated accounts that were banned due to a software malfunction. Joystick reports that the bans in question happened between the 29th of August and the 9th of September. By means of an apology, wronged users will get three months free subscription and 1,600 points. The company won't say what the error was, but has since stopped using the software because, not quote, it was kind of shonky, not unquote. (laughs) (laughs) You just used that. Shonky word, yes. didn't you? Because you like the oh, word. I like the word. Didn't you offer ten points to the first person to st- spot it? That's Steve. Yeah. Oh damn, Steve! Yeah, so you're yes. so you're not as generous. I didn't, as, I didn't even know that you're not as generous as Microsoft, who are offering sixteen hundred points. Yeah. So that we won't take this action any further. Oh. I guess. You know what must it have been like for the people who were banned for a reason for a crime they did not commit? Exactly, but they wouldn't be told about. It would have been like, I don't know, Sandra Bullock in the net. <laughs> To take a classic example. Yeah, I've not seen that. I've not seen it either. I'm just assuming that w- that's what happens. <laughs> uh, Lee, have you, as a publisher, got an insight as to why Microsoft was, was randomly banning its users? Um, <laughs> Don't worry if you have. <laughs> uh, probably for misbehaving, as usual, or really? uh, swearing at one another, or just violently cheating. Right. That's uh, that's um, stereotypical behaviour from Xbox Live users, isn't it? Be like Kafka's The Trial. I've <laughs> <laughs> not read that. Is US versus the British? Sony thinks its personal 3D viewer will revolutionise games forever. The head-mounted display will give users 3D HD pictures with surround sound by plugging it, plugging it into their PS3. It'll go on sale in Japan in November for the equivalent of £480 in Japanese yen. Sony is changing the face of games by putting a giant bit of plastic over it. Been done before, of course, Anne, hasn't it? Yeah. With the old uh, Virtual Boy. Yeah. Yeah, which went down well, didn't it? Yeah, it went down really well. Yeah, Still around um, today. The 3DS, of course, that's... Um, it's that's been going well, it's been going really good. <laughs> yeah. No problems there. So we think this personal viewer... Yeah, which costs quite a lot of money. <laughs> do we think it's going to be a success? I think it is going to get picked up worldwide. I have to say, uh, it, I do like the look. I mean, sorry, I don't like the look of it because I mm. think you look stupid. But I do like. Sorry, I like the idea of it. Um, I like. So I've I clipped another bit from the story, which is what um, Sony said in their pitch, and it, they said, "Picture the scene. You're sharing your television wait, wait, with friends." Wait, wait, okay, wait, wait. Okay, okay, okay. Picture the scene. Picture the scene. Okay. Are our tops Picture on or off? Uh, one on, one off. Okay. Are they real friends? Real, real friends. Special friends. How friendly are we with these people? Pretty close, Steve. You're pretty close with these people. Holding hands. Yeah, for real. Thigh touching. <laughs> Not thighs. Okay. Knees. Knees. Okay. So picture the scene. Okay. 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 You're sharing your television with friends, mm. and while they watch the latest blockbuster movie, okay, friends, you decide you'd rather get a high-speed kick from Gran Turismo Five. Uh, it happens. Screw this, friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bored of doing this with you, friends. <laughs> Normally, short of grabbing the TV remote and upsetting your mates, there'd be little oh. to do except sit and quietly imagine the thrill of the Nuremberg at uh, Nuremberg. Yeah, but that. when you grab the remote, when you go to grab the remote, you know, wrestling for a bit, play fighting, one thing leads to another, thigh touching. But you can't do that anymore, uh, because now you can use uh, Sony's Yeah, headgear. do you think your friends are going to be pleased if they <laughs> came out? <around? laughs> <laughs> I can't mind watch a movie. <laughs> I'm not really into this film, I'm just, yes. gonna, <laughs> I'm just going off. <laughs> Metacritic has deleted accounts used to lower the scores of and toy soldiers cold war by giving them zero according to giant bomb the coordinated attack was noticed and reported by developers supergiant games and signal studios signal studios president douglas robert albright iii explained the uh, the impact this can have on developers saying we're not a bunch of dudes with a bunch of money laying around or whatever it affects us right you can search by user scores and stuff like that we need to be careful on this news story yeah because we are courting metacritic 
Are we? It's, it's been decided we uh, by the One Life Left management. We've invited Metacritic Round to come and watch a movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're hoping to do this week. What if you're not into that movie? <laughs> 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 then maybe we'll we'll, uh, we'll uh, stick on top-rated Metacritic game uh, Gran Turismo. Who knows? We'll, we'll we won't put on uh, what? What were the two games? Uh, Bastion, and, Bastion and Toy Soldiers well, Cold they, War. They got nothing. So who was doing this? Just some users. Just some users, but who users with something to gain. Yeah, I, it wasn't very clear what they had to gain. If they had, like, a vendetta, maybe they all just simultaneously thought, these are terrible games. You know what? It sounds like this conspiracy goes deeper than we know, like in Sandra Bullock's The Net, <laughs> I assume. <laughs> Maybe Lee, how do, how do you are you are you a fan of the Metacritic way of doing things? Um, well, I mean it exists and there's no getting away from it, unfortunately. It but um, um, yeah, I mean I think it's more viable for um, uh, especially the US uh, market. They seem to take Metacritic as a the, the all end of everything, the especially impl- from the, a retail perspective. The implication there is that nobody will buy a game without checking it on Metacritic, isn't it? I yeah. guess. I mean, I, I, I don't. The real implication is that no publishers will sign a game without checking a developer's Metacritic. There's a bit of that that goes on with that, Mm. yeah. But uh, we love Metacritic. We do. We We do. In fact, there's only one flaw with Metacritic. What's that? They don't seem to uh, take into account radio shows and their marks. From their review you say section. radio shows. Well, there's what? only really one that matters, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, I mean, there's that one you can't really hear on medium wave. It's on medium wave, though, well, isn't it? It's really FM radio shows that are the important The serious ones, ones yeah. the big radio shows. And then there are those are podcasts. Podcasts. What I mean, anybody can do a podcast, can't they? Well, we can't. <laughs> Finally, Ubisoft has made a massive mistake. The company has announced the winner of a competition to find a singer for the new Assassin's Creed Revelations theme song, and it's not us. What? Despite having the chance to work with the vocal stylings of One Life Left, they've decided to go with 18-year-old Madeline Bell from California. Judges Hans Zimmer, Lorne Balfe and Simon Landry said they chose Bell for the quality, tone and passion with which she interpreted the melody. Mm. Congratulations and all that, uh, Madeline. We hope your voice doesn't break. (laughs) Did we actually enter our entry? I think that by broadcasting it to the yes. world, we effectively entered. Yeah, we basically assumed they would come to us. Zimmer. Was this only Zimmer. open to the US audience, or was well, this open to know, the world? Well, we're we a worldwide, worldwide show, so... Yeah. We broadcast. Assuming we've got a listener in the US, radio, they could have submitted. Radio has no barriers, Lee, unlike podcasts, which, mm. which do... Medium which wave do has I, a barrier. IP checks. Medium they? wave has, yeah, a, well, has a bit of a sort if you of could hear a whistling thing. <laughs> So, did we get to hear the uh, Assassin's Creed song? No, because I think she's got to go and actually record it properly now. This, I, I don't like the smell of this. No. 18 year old, this yeah. is suspicious. Probably already signed up to Simon Psycho. <laughs> Gonna go into a studio with some men. Mm, so, likely. she's got to record this. Yeah. So if we went outside the studio and just shouted loudly oh, all the yeah. way through, sang, or, or, I mean, say shouted. Sung better. Sung better. They'd we, naturally replace her with us. That could happen, couldn't it? That could definitely And find happen. out where she's recording it, please. Okay, we'll do. Thanks, Anne. One Life Left Video Game News with Anne Scantleberry.
You are listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. In the background, you can hear Sabre Pulse's remix of Britney Spears. It's Hold the, it against me. It's the best song. It's the best song. It's the best song ever made. Fots, Sabre Pulse. Fots. Yeah. Fots, in case you're not familiar, stands for... Friend of the show. Uh, this, I think this might be a One Life Left. Exclusive. It is. Exclusive. Let's say it. Sabre Pulse performed it at a set the other day in Germany. Uh, he sent it us. Sent it us privately. Said, Steve, if you think this is good enough, now why not uh, put it out on FM? Yeah, Hans Zimmer might not think it's good enough, might he? <laughs> that was our mistake. We should have just uh, synthesised a Game Boy version of the uh, Assassin's Creed theme. So next, next time. time next, next time. There's bound to be another Assassin's Creed game, isn't there? What have thought so? So, Anne. Yep. You've got an Xbox, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Prepare to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Um, yeah, Lee's, Lee's, Lee's brought us gifts. I know, it's very exciting. I like uh, guests best when they bring us gifts. <laughs> well, you should uh, like Lee almost the most because he's brought us Dark Souls. Did you pick up a copy? Yeah, I've got it. a copy here. Yeah. So it's on the back, prepare to die. Oh, uh, I will. Lee, when's this out? 7th of October. Week after next. Yes. Depending on when you're listening to it. Indeed. In Europe. Yes. So, Dark Souls. Do you want to uh, explain to Anne exactly what it is and why she should prepare to die? <clears throat> yeah, it's quite a nice term, isn't it, really? Yeah. Um, so, um, Dark Souls is probably the most toughest game ever made, it's Good. fair to say. <laughs> Um, it kind of brings you back to the sort of original gameplay and experiences that we all had back in the day where you didn't really have your hand held um, as you do now and most, Wait, most video games. games were games, Anne. Well, yeah. proper video Not games. what you play with your fingers, <laughs> whatever it is. You remember really early days of SingStar? Yeah, the dark oh. days when the you had to dark when days. you had to load SingStar off a tape. Do you remember <laughs> that? Press play and record. Yeah, yeah those days. Oh. Before, that. before that. What? There was before that? Yeah. What's the hardest song you have on SingStar, the hardest one to do? Uh, oh, God. Um, this, it, it'll be a take, that one. Yeah. Never forget, probably. Harder than that. Yeah. This no, game, this game is harder than that. It is, definitely. So it's the sequel to Demon Souls. Yeah, the spiritual successor. Oh, sorry. We like to say, anyway. Okay. Well, then we should because join it's in with not that. a diet, it's not a sequel as right. such. Um, obviously, Demon Souls was a massively popular game when it was released last year. Um, it was released in Japan and the US first, and then uh, Namco Bandai um, kindly went after it to bring it to the European shores, and many gamers rejoiced in yeah. the in the uh, nastiness that is uh, Demon Souls. An unforgiving, unrelenting horrifically difficult game which is it's amazing though isn't it it was a it sleeper is. success yeah. as well wasn't it? it it sort of came from nowhere yeah i kind of i suppose it was kind of a cult had a cult following initially and then when we released it we kind of thought you know maybe many people have imp- maybe would have imported it which we found a lot of people had but then when we released it we kind of created a special version of demon souls in order to kind of get you know people to buy it or people to buy it again by having this collector's version so we created this version called the black phantom edition which had tons of great goodies in it in this huge box and we found that sort of 40,000 people agreed with us wow. and, and and even though that doesn't sound like the the biggest number in the world when you look at the sort of modern warfares and you know the uh, gears of like wars 40, of the world 42,000 <laughs> but um, we were quite we were really pleased with it and what we were pleased with was with the fact that the whole reason for bringing demon souls to the UK and the rest of Europe was also because we wanted to do the next game. Yeah, here it is. So, so Demon Souls had um, some really smart uh, multiplayer. Um, sorry, sure. uh, online. It's not 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 really multiplayer. So, in the world, Anne, yeah. you would be going in. We'd all sort of be playing the same level, but you could leave messages for other people who weren't Ooh. in your game yeah. that might point you to bits that were particularly difficult. It made dying social. Yes, or they may oh. help you. It right. was kind of trick trick based the whole time. Um, I mean, that was mon- one of many kind of like unique features, but players could jump into your world while you were playing and you didn't exactly want them to be there, no. but they could help you or they could actually harm you. And so Dark Souls retains that, I believe, It does, right? it retains that, and we have some other online elements as well, which we're not talking about yet. One of the things that we've been really careful with with Dark Souls is we, don't, we didn't want to re- reveal any of the story. We didn't really w- want to reveal very much at all, but what we wanted to do was keep players guessing as to what's ahead of them, because it is... It's like a comedy, in a way, um, because it's con- continuously tricking you right. while you're playing. I mean, let's get it straight for p- players that might not know what it is. It's an, an action RPG. I'm not going to be um, laughing every minute, am I? <laughs> no, you'll be, you'll, be, you'll be definitely throwing your controller in different directions oh, of good. your room. But 
it's one of those games that's equally as frustrating as it is entertaining and rewarding. So because it's it's very addictive, and every time you go back to do something, it tricks you once again or changes <sighs> things. Will we ever learn? It's like, for example, if you start take that. Uh, Singstar, take that in. Yeah. And you, you know, you chose Never Forget or something. <laughs> and then it started playing Fast Food Rockers song. Shut up. That would and you be were just, ridiculous. You were appa- and then that just segued into a 911 song. No. Yeah, so it's, it's... That's impossible. So it's basically shocking you... Yeah. ...by m- stepping outside the conventions of what you're used to inside that game... Yeah. ...and then rewarding you with something delightful. So, to bring that analogy to a close... <laughs> Lost me. Uh, this has come out on Xbox as well, which the original didn't, did it? No, it was PS3 exclusive. Right. So one of the things that obviously we wanted to do with when we worked with From Software was to bring this to 360 games as well, because obviously there's a huge market there for a game like this. It's not all about Skyrim this year. Um, you know, this is a big title Skyrim for the 360. Skyrim aren't they? Yeah. Well, you know, there's no online modes there, are there? So um, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is, I mean, it's a, it's an incredibly big game. Um, it looks incredible. Um, it's got some great, unique features in there. It's a lot bigger, a lot more uh, accessible, yet still retains that challenging elements. But um, you're, you're going to love it. It's a lot more open world now as well. A lot more character classes, uh, a lot more custom uh, custom creation, um, and um, we're really excited about it. We've had our first review in today from. Uh, come on out to mention who they're from. Of course you are. Yeah. Yeah. Games TM have got no, this. Not um, uh, yeah. Well, they've got they've got a cover. I mean, it's all about sort of modern warfare covers and everything else this month. So, I mean, Games TM steps up to the plate. They wanted to do an exclusive review for the they're game. They're not soft, are they? No, they're not. They gave it a nine out of ten, saying it was oh, one of the best things I've ever played. Congratulations. So, um, yeah, it's a great game. The well, last you... one was a huge Metacritic <laughs> scoring game, so we were quite pleased with that. Well, you'll have to wait and see what we give it next week. Right? Absolutely. Mm, and I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts on this. Yeah, me too. Okay. Derek Williams. You know what? Zumba Fitness isn't at number one anymore. As such, I'm obviously overjoyed. How long this is going to last, I don't know. But still, I'll enjoy the good times while they do indeed last. So, that position is now held by another game. Well, would have to be another game, wouldn't it? This is a games chart after all. Actually, does that exclude Zumba? Is it a game? It's more of a thing, isn't it? Anyway, I'll tell you what the game is that's holding the number one spot, shall I? Instead of prevaricating in a needless and self-satisfying manner. It's just building up suspense, right? That is, it would be if you actually care about charts, but as I said last time, charts are boring. So yes, I might as well reveal it. The game at number one is Gears of War 3. And if you should buy all the launch DLC for the game as well, it must surely place it as one of the most expensive shooters ever on the 360. The DLC pack is apparently discounted at a mere 3,600 Microsoft points, which is around the £30 mark. On this is just for some skins, if you want the season past the the maps, that will set you back even more. So if you want everything from this game, it's probably going to cost you somewhere in the region of maybe £100, which is slightly expensive for a slice of slightly homoerotic video game shooter. Of course, that's not the only game wanting to rid you of all your cash for next to nothing in return. Capcom would like to to pay for different colours for your characters. Obviously, there's no obligation to buy these things, so it's fair enough, even if it does often feel like it's something that should already be in there. Still, isn't it great that the DLC that is one life left is still available completely without charge? I'm Derek Williams, and for now, this is still my free market economy. Thank you, Derek Good Williams. Good work, Derek. Have you, I noticed today he was releasing uh, the instrumental versions. He is. <laughs> so you can do karaoke. Do your own uh, version no, of Derek Williams. No, you've just done. What? I haven't said his name three times. <laughs> <laughs> Worse than that, no. Like, well, well, when we do the karaoke in uh, Nottingham, we'll do a... Should we do a... A free Derek, market economy. A Derek Williams one. Very good. Uh, Maybe we could get him in to do backing vocals. Oh, take it over, isn't he? He is. Wow. So, yeah, talking of drinking, uh, we went out... Um, <laughs> Last week, didn't we? We did. It's a Eurogamer Expo. I mean, this was business for us, wasn't it? 
It was on the tab, wasn't it? It was uh, on expenses. We had to we had to go and make some contacts, do some deals. Did we went to the Euro, to the Eurogamer Expo? And did you go? No. I don't like expos. You don't like Eurogamer? No, I don't like Eurogamer. Wow. Well, Lee, you were there, were you? Yes, I was. Did you, did you enjoy it? I did. I thought it was a great show, definitely. What were you guys showing there? We were showing uh, Dark Souls, nice. um, Ace Combat, Sword Horizon. Did you Nope. Okay. Nope. Um, everybody was... On the first day, we had a few thieves. Um, <laughs> and, uh, really? That, I'll tell you what, you wouldn't get that from a GameSpot conference. <laughs> no. It was... Uh, little Eurogamer. They, they were after the PS3 pads. Oh, what? They're so, not even that uh, expensive, are they? I know, I know. Poor they got locked down after day one, so... Oh, um, but no, we were showing Ace Combat, Sort Horizon, right. Ridge Racer, Unbounded. Right. Inversion in the over-18s area. Wow. And, over-18s um, area? Yes, there was an over-18s area. Sexy. It was yeah. sexy. Maybe I should have gone. <laughs> well, they, they were doing inversion in there. <laughs> 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 uh. <laughs> to explain, that's a game coming from Namco next year, rather than a Eurogamer practice. <laughs> 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 yeah, I went. Uh, it was good. Um, we spent the day there. I picked up my on-live console. You got one, Lee? I have got one, yeah. Steve, did you get one? I did not get one. We should talk about that. Oh, well, should we have time to do this all? And you didn't get one. No, because I was not there. Well, I've bought you a gift, actually. Oh, brilliant. Um, Stop looking. <laughs> In your trousers. Okay, I'll give that to you in a second. But um, yeah, so they were handing out free on live consoles yeah. uh, for people who patient enough to queue. The queue um, went up to three hours long. Whoa. I was trying to do the economics of it, actually. Um, the console cost £60 ordinarily, £10 to get into the expo, three hour <laughs> queue. Is it, is it, was it worth it? Probably. Mm. Yeah. We should talk about on live later. But that was good. That was the, uh, the headline, I guess. But uh, lots of other stuff there. Um, and then uh, after the show... We popped out, didn't we? Went for a little bit of socialising. <laughs> we did. We heard some scurrilous gossip, didn't we? We heard some <laughs> shocking <laughs> gossip. How do we How do we impart this without we, being taken... We literally can't. <laughs> do it in coded names. Yeah, we went out on the Saturday. We didn't go um, on the Friday, which was for the Eurogamer charity party. Uh, where you every, hate everything, charity, don't <laughs> you? Yeah, where, um, everything went to Games 8. Uh, we went to the community night, I believe it was, wasn't we it? We did, because One Life Left is... Charity. It's all about supporting the community, One yeah. Life Left, and not charity. Charity starts at home. <laughs> no, we were, you know, as part of our GMA's campaign, we thought we should go and express our thanks to everyone who'd voted for us. We did, did we? <laughs> <laughs> just, oh, God. Oh, we, just, Did you just have Julia, one of those uh, single beat flashbacks? Yeah. Oh, I don't dear. think she was very happy with us, was she? She, TV she found Julia it all Hardy. a bit of fun about ten seconds into our haranguing and not so much ten minutes later. Bradbury from The Gadget Show, he got up and left when we got to the <laughs> table, <laughs> didn't he? <laughs> and then um, Johnny Cullen from VG247. The new Pat Garrett. The new Pat Garrett. In yes, so in many, many ways. ways. <laughs> he, um, he'd been drinking, hadn't he? He'd had a few. <laughs> Socially. He's a legend, that boy. Is he? I didn't know this <laughs> He is. It. Games industry legend to come. Already. Yeah. yeah. So it was good times, wasn't it? We were out in the Pembroke. We had the um, best time. Uh, who were we talking to? There was, a, there was an annoying man at the end, wasn't there? Was there? Leo Tan. Leo Tan. <laughs> <laughs> No, we had to, we 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 talked for uh, Leo and I after you'd gone. Talked for a long time to Spilt Milk Studios, who made Hard Lines, which Anne reviewed last week. Yeah, well, well, they were living. He about the was furious. Exactly about the Metacritic bombing. That's yeah. how we found in the gents' toilets. He pinned me against the wall, <laughs> against the neck. Dyson Airblade. Oh no! He uh, got his blade out. Yeah, and I said seven out of ten. I said highest one life left score ever yeah. <laughs> genuinely che- check on metacritic yeah uh, yeah he was a lovely chap right he was a lovely chap how did he how did he find you i found him really right. to blow away the lie i just told <laughs> i went up to him and said you made hard lines did you that's it uh, yeah um, how did you recognize him because a bit this is not true do you want me to tell you should i make something yeah, up yeah go on because uh, Dave Green had introduced us earlier. Dave Green was wearing sandals at the Eurogamer Expo. Was that summer. appropriate? Still summer. It wasn't technically summer. in in, in a world summer. divided between summer and winter. It's still I summer, yeah, definitely. So I thought the conference itself was brilliant. Yeah, I really did. I thought it was. It blew me away. Like, oh, given right, yeah, because you spoke. I did speak. We didn't. We hadn't talked about that, and I was going to forget. And now we can. I yeah. said to Steve, "How was it?" He said, uh, "Yeah." He said, "I was talking to literally children." Yeah, I was <laughs> just doing doing another bit of One Life Left's community support, right. going giving something back, teaching the next generation of games designers how to do it. Don't right. tell them how to make a radio show, though. No, <laughs> they didn't ask me to talk about that. They just it was good. Yeah, the conference was good. They had uh, so you obviously um, Uncharted. Nolan North was there, wasn't he? I saw the um, the Star Wars 
Paul's lot were on stage with an R2-D2 and a Stormtrooper and stuff. That's pretty good. But you had your photo taken with a Stormtrooper, did, didn't yes. you? Yes, yes. And uh, what else was there? Did you play any games? Uh, I did, yeah. I played... Um, did I play? Uh, lots of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I now. No, I did. There were lots of cues, weren't there, for, 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 for most surely things. your face is your ticket. You can just jump past these and go, don't you know who I am? I'm one life left. A bit of... Yeah, that didn't help me um, after the conference. When no. they, we couldn't get into a pub. <laughs> so I did try that. Yeah. Um, n- I uh, had a look at Skyrim. Oh, do you know, I really loved the TVs that Skyrim was on. <laughs> they were great, weren't, weren't they? Weren't they lovely? Fa- fabulous TVs. Lovely TVs. No, uh, that sounds like we're damning Skyrim by praising yeah. the hardware. I, I thought it looked great. It did look good. It seemed a strange environment to demo Skyrim in that you spend about ten minutes creating a character in the start. I know, quite. Yeah. But, but I don't know what else Nerds. you do, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, nerds. <laughs> there we are. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, what should we do now? Should we have a piece of music, or should we go on with the letters? I don't mind. It's up to you, Simon. Music. You decide. Music. Okay, this is a song called Fuel Ship. Video game radio show, One Life Left. It's okay to say that, isn't it? It is, yeah, currently. Definitely um, okay to say that. In the background, you can hear a song called Fuel Ship. It's by Feral85. It's actually a remix of Cyphus's track. Do you remember Cyphus? Yes. From back in the day, he played the very first One Night Left at Nottingham Game City. We'll be having a good time dancing to music at our karaoke thing coming up, I'm sure. I think we've got 11 songs now. 11 songs. And Anne told me that she started work on hers. Yes. It's excellent. <laughs> That's all she's saying at the moment. <laughs> yeah, she told me about it as well. Okay. It Do you is, think it's it does, excellent? It does sound pretty okay. excellent. I, I don't think anything can possibly go wrong with the song. <laughs> Maybe the evening, I don't know. So thank you for your letters um, once again. Um, remember, you can let us know what you think of the show by emailing team at onelifeleft.com or you can respond to our subjects of the weeks when we remember to do them. Um, one person who wrote in was Nicholas Lister. He says, Dear One Life Left, on last week's show you read a letter that listed the nominations for this year's Game City Prize. I was slightly curious about Minecraft's inclusion, given that it's still ostensibly in beta. What does this mean, One Life Left? Should Minecraft Beta be judged against games that have already been released? Is the beta only is the beta really a game as service rather than a game as object? If so, then if Minecraft gets a release version, will that be an entirely different thing? And will it then be eligible to be nominated again? Perhaps even eligible in some award somewhere to run against its own beta? Cheers, team, love the show. That's an interesting question. That's isn't it? complex. I think that if 
X million people are playing a game, you can probably call it a game. And actually, calling something a beta is something that Google pioneers so that they couldn't be held accountable for any of its failings. Isn't mm. that right? Yeah, but although I'm not, sure that. That, yeah. I'm not sure that that was exactly Notch's plan here. I think it's just something that snowballed from, hey, here's a beta version of something I'm making well, to the biggest game on the planet. Well, we think it's going to win, don't we? We do think it should win. Uh, do, we, do we think it's going to win? Um, yeah, no, I do think it... I, yeah, I think it's going to win. Beta. Uh, yeah, <laughs> beta of the year. Yeah. And uh, Hi, team. This is from uh, Beth from Nottingham. Uh, Beth! time listener. Beth, where's... Beth. She's actually from Brighton now. What? Because, as she explains, um, it's been a while since my last email, but uh, due to my new status as unemployed student, I can get back to listening live, except when next door's internet plays up, and perhaps emailing more often. After making the difficult choice between buying booze or milk, spirits are horrifically expensive down south. It's come to my attention that I need a job. I've done a bit of research and found a vacancy at a branch of game. Uh, they request a CV, and I am aware that clever layabouts creatively enhance their skills and qualifi- qualifications, and as a result, was hoping you and perhaps the listeners could help me think of ways to make it sound like the perf- uh, make me sound like the perfect girl for the job. Well, just say you know one life left. Yeah, so we 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 sent you there. Yeah. Actually, first off, find out whether they like one life left. Just probably for just the rest. sort of you know, basically judge. Go in there whistling the theme tune oh. and see if anybody picks you up Subtle. on it. Yeah. No. Uh, it's not very easy to whistle, though, I think it? just ask them flat out. Go in there, slap your hand down on the counter and say, Oi. do you know or like One Life Left? <laughs> if they say, yes, we know and like it, then say, well, they said, I'm a fox, yeah. friend of the show. <laughs> if they say, yes, we know and we don't like it, say, just they yeah, hate no, us, just shake it, yeah. I, I don't like you. Yeah. Uh, and that's it, walk out. Um, yeah, Which but, branch of game is it? Is it well, I assume Brighton, it's the Brighton it? one. Does anybody work in the Brighton game? Can you, you get email in? Job? Yeah. Yeah. Or also, if you're a user of a game store, um, what do you look for in its staff? Yeah, um, please let us know. Let us know so we can let Beth know and get She's her She's a girl, job. so that's a plus. <laughs> Lee? Um, I've got a letter here from Julian Hill. Um, well, we might need some sad music to go along with this letter. Oh. Um, I come to you, dear team One Life Left, with some heartbreaking news. Today I saw a younger co-worker wear an Atari logo T-shirt. Feeling an affinity with a young chap, I bounded over and said, I didn't realise you liked games. Maybe we could have an online game sometime. I was fool- foolish with my eagerness. His reply, I just liked the T-shirt. I didn't realise it was from a game. And to make matters worse, I didn't think people your age played games. <laughs> Crashing and devastating, I'm pleased that he just please stopped short of calling me an old-timer or, heaven forbid, granddad. So, in my hour of shame, one life left, I come to you for solace. What sort of gaming attire do you hipsters consider fashionable? And at 29 years younger, am I too old to wear a T-shirt that informs the world that the way of the true hero will be will lead me to the Triforce? I would say you need to, t- to change your tactic with the young people. Mm. Bounding up to them. Don't bounding up to them. Bit, <laughs> bit forward. Yeah, it does sound a little <laughs> bit forward. I would have pretended that I didn't know what a game was either. Basically, you start with the knee and then you move up <laughs> the thigh. <laughs> okay, I've got a letter here from Brian Shelf, a uh, friend of the show. I don't really have much to say, begins Brian. Good, that is good news for a letter. <laughs> But I saw your Twitter plea and saw an easy opportunity to get my pretend name read out, broadcast, mp 3 would uploaded, downloaded, synced and eventually played back into my ears on a train on the way to work. I can't remember the topic, goes on Brian. So, I instead, so instead I've constructed some game-related haikus. Perhaps you would like to do the same, probably not. So here are some of Brian's haikus. They call it a plot, but go there and collect things. Hardly Jane Austen. <laughs> My plumber's training was mostly about stopcocks, not damsel rescue. Good. A ghost said to me, build it and they will vanish. And Tetris was born. I like that one. It's a metaphor. Shall I do one more? Yeah. Steve presses buttons and does the news and giggles. Simon is pervy. So, ten minutes of my time was wasted. See ya, Brian. Thanks. Uh, A couple of quick letters. Uh, One from Rob Sutton says, Hello, team, and any guests? He says, After listening to you talking about other developers shamelessly ripping off Angry Birds, I thought I'd do a little investigating myself, and I was shocked! 
to find one instance uh, which I'm sure you'll be excited and furious to hear about. In 1983, an individual so keen to steal the idea of birds looking after their eggs that he wrote a game about exactly that. He called his this game Chucky Egg. In the credits, which I've not actually read, there is no mention of Rovio or Angry Birds <laughs> at all. This is shameful. Not only has he stolen ideas from another developer, but he tactically pushed this game out a mere 25 or so years prior to Angry Birds. It's no outrageous. doubt to steal as much thunder from them as possible. Rush release. This kind of tactic is probably responsible for all world problems. Yours, Rob Sutton. And Ben Hall wrote in um, a very long email about uh, novels and, and books and stuff, but he points out Enslaved's good story, Lee. It is a great story. And with your current campaigning for enslaved aren't you yeah well I, I don't know about campaigning i just kind of well, it's you have sent me two emails about yeah. it yeah it's essentially spam it, yeah, I, <laughs> it I, is I, essentially spam I, I won't stop banging on about <laughs> it i suppose um because it, it, it is a great game with a great story definitely. so your campaign is for, to, to vote for it for the golden joysticks uh, action adventure award you're category. a pretty poor campaigner if i need to remind you what you're I, doing i know i know i was trying to do it subtly, <laughs> indeed. but uh, uh, please vote we have had another letter Ooh. Dear One Life Left, My third son David loved Sonic the Hedgehog more than anything else in the world. The games, the cartoons, the toys, the bubble bath. He had everything that money could buy. All he could talk about was Sonic's adventures, both canonical and ones he'd imagined to himself as he drifted off to sleep, clutching his plush Sonic. His favourite game was to dress up as Sonic, make his little brother Eric dress up like Dr Eggman. He'd then run around in circles around Eric's wheelchair, shouting at him. Sonic inspired David, made him want to be the best at everything he did. He was top of his class at maths, computers, and, of course, running. For his 11th birthday, I arranged a brilliant surprise. We got in touch with a local hedgehog sanctuary, and in return for a substantial donation and a promise of discretion, they agreed that for David's special day they would paint all of their hedgehogs blue and let us race them around their activity centre. When it was time, we blindfolded David and drove him to the sanctuary. We gently pushed him through the door, which had a huge happy birthday banner. We stood back and waited for his cries of delight. An unexpected gust of wind caused the door to slam hard behind David. Somehow it locked itself. I barked at a staff member who ran off to find the key. We shouted through the door that everything was fine. David, David, we shouted. David, just spend time picking out your favourite little Sonic. Maybe we could persuade the sanctuary to let David keep him. Inside, though, one life left, everything was not fine. The sanctuary had accidentally ordered the wrong sort of paint. The toxic sort of paint. David was trapped in a room full of dead blue hedgehogs. When we finally got the door open, we found him on the floor, sobbing, spiny. David doesn't talk about Sonic anymore. David doesn't talk about anything anymore. Love the show, team! That's from Mick Rossiter.
What radio station is this? 104.4 FM. Resonance FM. That's right. Yeah. What are we? We are a video game radio show. How can people get in touch with us? They can contact us by emailing team at onelifeleft.com, going on Twitter and adding One Life Left, going on Facebook, although we don't visit that very regularly, <laughs> or our website, www.onelifeleft.com. Any other business? Yes, if people write in... Uh, Please, the guest that keeps on giving. Really? Yeah, he said uh, that the three writers of the best letters next week will receive a copy of Dark Souls on Xbox 360. Three, three, three prizes. Three instances. Favourite letter from me, you and you. Brilliant. So, we need a theme. What about what's the hardest game you've ever played? Yeah. yeah. Hardest game you've ever played to... Team at oneoffleft.com. Or, or anything else you want to write. You know? Yeah, anything else. I mean... Just make it's it up good. To you. It's up to you, frankly. But it has to be good because we've got three prizes this week. Thanks. Thanks, Lee. You're welcome. Okay, uh, time for our review section. Who should we start with this week? I'll go first. Simon. Um, I have been playing Flick Champions, which is an iOS game. Ooh. Um... And I've been really enjoying it, actually. It's basically, uh, as, the, as the name implies, it's um, a flick game, so you just sort of swipe at stuff. Um, but unlike flick football, which is like just flicking football. Yeah, well, it's just taking penalties and stuff. Yeah. And flick rugby, which I don't know what that is, because I hate rugby. Flick rugby's fantastic. Well... <laughs> you say that uh, yeah. Simon's review so it's apparently it's not yeah uh, this has got well, one, two, three, four it's got eight different sports in it uh, and you sort of go through it and you have to unlock different um, sports it's got soccer, tennis basketball, hockey bowling, archery um, all controlled uh, by like, flicking your finger uh, yeah it's excellent so you've got much. that on your iPad is it for iPhone it as well? it is yeah it's iOS it's, um, it's a universal app okay you can find it in the apps how much is that? Well, it depends who you are, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's very kindly sent to us by the by Dan, our friend Dan at Chilingo. Dan. Um, yeah, anyway, it's excellent. Really did enjoy it. Uh, and um, particularly the soccer game, which is a bit like Sabutio, um, works really, really well. And when I've been playing on the train, people have leant over and asked me what it was. So oh, wow. there we go. It's a good recommendation, but that's not... That's their this, review, this not yours. Recommend it, yes, uh, so, 7 out of 10. Okay. Anne? Um, I've been playing Wildlings... On, uh, it's an iOS game. Okay, another one. Yeah, that's what I do. Fine. Um, so it is described as a tower defence game, but there's no blinking towers. That's ridiculous. I know. So it's actually a nest defence game. Okay. Uh, so there's a nest which have three little baby animals in them, um, and you play, uh, you are two, one or two, uh, the grown-up version of those animals, and you are there to protect the little birdies or whatever from attackers spiders ghosts whatever level you're on you have different attackers um yeah and you do that by tapping furiously at the screen and you look stupid on the tube oh okay um which uh, is good always but i really really enjoyed it it was uh, easy enough to play on the tube like for a couple of stops um so you collect suns when you kill the attackers um, and then the more suns that you collect, you can then unlock another island at the end. Um, you also collect bits of boats so you can get to the next island. Which is pretty cute, pretty good. Tappy, tappy, tappy. Seven out of ten. Lee. Yes. What have you been playing this week? Um, well, I've, I've actually just started playing the computer game classic that is Another World. Another World. Recently re-released on iOS as well. Yes. I've been, I downloaded it for the iPad and I have been absolutely hooked to it. And I still think it's one of the most toughest games ever made, still to this day. But it's, it's, it's incredible. It's isn't it? It is absolutely... I mean, it, it, it's just an absolute nightmare, but it's so addictive and so... Fr- it's just as frustrating as it was when I played it back on the Amiga like, all those days. But it's it's got a nice sort of HD treatment to it. Um, it looks fantastic. It plays really well on the iPad, and um, I think it's definitely worth a download if you've not re- you don't remember it from previously, but uh, it's a great game. Okay. Score? 7 out of 10. Right. Excellent. Uh, Steve. I've been playing... Child of Eden. Have you? Oh, really? Oh, because you got a Kinect recently, didn't you? I did, but that's not why I've been playing it. I've been playing the PS3 version, which is imminent. Because you got imminent. a PlayStation I recently, 
No, I've been playing it on a controller. The reason I waited this long to play it was because I wanted to play it on a PS3 because... Uh, I hate Microsoft. I do so much. <laughs> no, because uh, Res, obviously, it's a spiritual yes. successor yes. to Res. And Res was always a PS2 game for me. And I wanted to play this, I believe, as nature intended. And by nature, I mean Mitsugushi-san. So, played it. No, uh. ah, no. Mm. It's really, really difficult, mm. I think. Mm. Not the game. The game's kind of easy and kind of fun to, to go through. It's a beautiful game. It's really, really, really nice. And there's, there's uh, you know, a lot of shooting. And every moment it surprises you with gorgeous explosions. Oh, my God, the polygons. Oh, the wow. polygons are amazing. Okay. Uh, right. They're good. Wee. Good polygons. Wee. I mean, the whole thing is beautiful, but it left me a bit cold. Hmm. And I don't know whether that's because... The window was open. Yeah. <laughs> um, or... Because, you know, my expectations were too high. Like, because I've been waiting for this for so long, because I had an extra delay waiting for the PS3 version. Or because maybe it's just not as good as Raz. I feel like I feel like wow. I certainly don't like the music as much, which I get that's very, very uh, personal preference, but then isn't every review subjective, in a sense. I also note that, like, whereas people are still going on about Res today, ten years after it was released, not that many people are still talking about this game. You are. That's because we like the definitive review rather it's than... It's also up for Game City Prize. It is. It is, right. Mm. And I feel bad because I still enjoyed it. It just left me, you know, feeling a little bit disappointed. Oh. But, um... The simplest way of working out whether it's better than Res or not. It's like, what did, can you remember what we gave Res when it came out? Well, I can actually. Uh, we gave it one of our retro reviews. <laughs> we gave it a seven out of ten. Right. And you see that placed me in a bit of a weird position because obviously this is better than Res in many ways. It's got it's got a lot of uh, replay value. For example, it's got more replay value than Res. But at the same time, I don't enjoy it as much. So what do I do? Hmm. I think maybe it's a better game. Maybe it's. It's difficult. So I'm going to play it safe uh, and give it a 7 out of 10. Nice. Mm. Okay, we have uh, one more bit to this section. Uh, Ella. Okay. Oh, Ella. Ella, our game designer, junior game designer, but many ways more senior than all of us. Indeed. Uh, she's going to do her last review. Oh! Or, sorry, last game design of the season. Hello, my name's Ella, and I'm going to be making an action game. You're... Just walking round Pyramid City when you come across a pyramid that's very thin and very tall and it's got a bomb on top of it. She doesn't want to tell anyone but she needs to have some help so she goes and tells a boy and he asks her if it's the big pyramid and she said yes there. Who was that? My name was Ella, and that was my last game design because aliens invaded my house and um, I'm going back to school now and I have no place to live. Because <laughs> the aliens invaded my house. Oh, well done, Ella. Oh, she Don't is go brilliant. back to school, just keep making those. Oh, I hope we could afford her contract for next season. Yeah. I'm sure her demands will have gone up. Well done, yeah. If you've got a young child... <laughs> How many times have I heard you say that? Yes. So, uh, before we go, we should talk about on live, shouldn't we? We should. Should we? What did you, how did you describe it earlier? Eurogamer's was <laughs> on live. That was because they were giving it out at the Eurogamer Expo, obviously, and... Uh, They've got a big section on their website, on haven't they? Advertising feature. They uh, seem to like it a lot. Well, shall I tell you what we think of it? Shall I? Um, so, yeah, so I picked one up, um, and like many, I, yeah, but was pretty sceptical about it, and um, 
I'm sure that you have heard this so far, but yeah, it works. It's cloud gaming, Anne. So you okay. get your little console. <laughs> 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 I've never seen us so something nervous. Else, exactly, something else you're gonna have to learn. Um, yeah, basically, it's it's not you're not the game is not running in your house. It's running on a server yeah, elsewhere. I get that. Yeah, and yeah. so it's just streaming the video to yeah. your TV. I know about clouds. Right. Well, it's like that then, but oh. and, and it just works. It oh. works. Brilliantly, I've played it quite a lot. I played um, a load of the free thirty-minute demos, mm-hmm. uh, and then I've got my free trial for the playback. Six ninety-nine, hundred games, um, and yeah. So the technology works. I think that the system at the moment is a little rough around the edges. Here's my question to you, Simon. What? It's not a question. Okay. It's a word with a question mark. Right. Lag. Lag. Uh, there's. Well, it's difficult to tell. I didn't. Um, the only game I found difficult to play was Dirt 3. Okay. Um, but I think Dirt 3 is difficult to play anyway. <laughs> no, yeah, so it's a rally game and stuff. So uh, everything seemed to work pretty well. Okay. Um, yeah, no noticeable lag. The, the graphics um, are on the whole sort of HD. Now and again they sort of pixelate. So it did It did remind me, oh, sorry, it did make me think of what it must be like if you download movies off the internet, <laughs> pirated ones, because the quality's not wasn't quite there. And I have to say, I sort of half expected like the silhouette of a man to get up and, <laughs> and walk off screen as I was playing Deus Ex. But um, yeah, but overall it works. Now it's a bit rough around the edges in that there's no sort of consistency. What they've done is they've thrown all these games together on this sort of all you can eat system. Um, and so when you're playing on your micro console, if you want to play, ah, for example, um, you'll click, uh, I want to play this, and then it'll say, oh, you need a keyboard and a mouse to do this, and you're only on your controller and stuff, so that's a bit rough, rough around the edges. Um, I played Prince of Persia on it last night, and then all of a sudden you have to sign up to the Ubisoft Uplay thing, which uh. is a bit annoying. But overall, I mean, the concept works brilliantly, um, and yeah, I, th- I think it could really catch on. And so... Um, Here's a voucher to, to buy Thanks. it for a pound that we picked up oh, at the Eurogamer Expo. I just don't get it. So you can buy the micro console for a pound using that voucher. So can okay. you do that and then tell yeah. us what? How, do you need you Simon to give you the pound as well? Yeah. yeah Plus shipping you off as well. Uh, Lee, you've you've had a play around with it as well, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I, I tend to agree with pretty much everything you said. Thanks. Um, I mean, it's it's early stages. I mean, the technology and the ability has been around for many years, but it's kind of now launched. Um, I, I don't think it's just all about the micro console, which at the moment has got you know a few teething problems, but will get better, obviously. Um, but the fact that on live can be downloaded to any rubbish laptop, yeah. and you can play top quality games through a rubbish laptop is kind of a lot quite quite appealing as well. You know, I was sitting there playing Unreal Tournament three on my rubbish laptop with the keyboard and mouse, and I thought it was just great. Yeah, not having to have a huge you know, Alienware PC, like, chugging away next to me. So um, the micro console itself is very smart. It's cool. It's easy to set up. Um, you're right. It's all about um, it's about the games. Um, it needs the catalogue there. Um, and, you know, the, the graphics could be a bit better. Obviously, it, 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 I think it, uh, it's around 720 at the moment. They're working, I think, in the future to get it to 1080, so uh, full HD, and obviously lag can be an issue, but it's all about having... I don't think if you lived in the middle of the Cotswolds or anything, you're going to have much hope playing it with your low meg, but um, I think those that are into it and those that have decent broadband speeds will, 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 will get into it. But it's all about catalogue. And obviously you can try it out without the micro console. You can try it um, on PC. Uh, it's coming to... Uh, the, the viewers on iOS and Android, but you'll soon be able to play Deus Ex on your iPad, Do you which think is amazing. That this is something that um, Sony and Microsoft are going to get in on? Yes, I think they'll... Yes. I think it's potentially quite disruptive. Mm. Um, disruptive? Yeah, I do. Yeah. That's a very disruptive word. Thanks. Very quickly, because we're running out of time, Lee, but there aren't currently any Namco Bandai games on there, are there? No, I mean, you know, we're, we're in discussion at the moment with all, all cloud Give gaming at the moment. Give us an exclusive. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I'd like to... Um, well, then do. I, <laughs> we, I just, we are looking into it. Uh, we are working on um, some potential projects at the moment and what discussing... What colour is it? <laughs> No, unfortunately, I can't. Um, I can't go into any detail. Just a colour, Lee. Just a colour. Just give us a colour. Uh, is it the uh, green one? Is it the green one? Grey. Grey. Ace Combat coming to online. Exclusive. Exclusive. <laughs> Brilliant. Right. Okay. Well, we're coming to the end of the show. Uh, yeah, thanks. About another minute left. Is there? Let's spend it wisely. I like the subtle way you told us how long we've got to fill. I know. What with, with my eyes. <laughs> Uh, thank you. you so much to everyone who's contributed today, and that includes Ultracid, uh, whose song we played earlier without crediting. Did we? We've credited him now. Did Insert it, title here, it was called. Yeah. Uh, we still need contributions for our One Life Left Nottingham Game City video game karaoke, so if you can take any popular karaoke song and rewrite the lyrics to be about video games, email that song to us. 
And we'll add it to our list. We'll sing it for you in Nottingham. Yes, we will. Lee, thank you ever so much for coming on, being such a great and generous guest. Thanks very much. Good luck with Dark Souls and Ace Combat. Thanks very much. Enslaved and stuff. And all stuff. Welcome back anytime. Cheers. Yes. Thank Uh, you, We will be back in seven days' time, won't we? Yes. But until then, we've been One Life Left. Hey! Goodbye! Goodbye. Take care. Bye. Bye.